Hello and welcome to Down Under the Ring episode 25. I usually start by running down what we're doing, but in spirit of the promo we saw this week on Raw, Fid, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? I want to talk about your dad. Hey, shit. <laughs> what a start to the promo. Guys, we've got so much to talk about today. We've got that banger of a promo from Raw. Also, when The Rock spoke about sitting at the head of the table, was he talking about the head of a boardroom table? Big, big news out of WWE today with the old Netflix and Phil coming out. That's right. WWE have signed a $5 billion deal with Netflix from 2025 to be the home of Monday Night Raw. What do you think about this? It's insanity to me. Well, look, firstly, before we even get into that, and I've got, I've done, I've been the business person, I've sort of done a deep dive into what the deal sort of means. So I can't wait to talk about it. But the hilarity in all this news is the fact that both you and I, roughly about this time last night, I was messaging you saying, what are we going to talk about on the show this week? And I think we, we said the CM Punk Cody promo, definitely have to cover that. It was amazing. There's a few other things happening, but not a lot. We didn't have a lot to talk about. Hmm. I think it was literally within the hour after that, all the news. And we just kept, boop, boop, we just boop. got news. <laughs> just <laughs> message after message after message, pretty much yeah. from that point until, you know, now. So yeah. we've been going back and forth most of the day. And look, it's huge news, right? So, Aside from just the enormity of the deal, what it means for the content that we're going to be seeing moving forward, what it means for the talent, what it means for pretty much everything, the whole landscape, I think, changes with this. And This is is the thing with WWE. As much as we have over the last 20 years shit on the WWE from time to time, right? They, You cannot argue that the WWE does not change the landscape every time they make a shift like this Mm. they were literally the first sports company not just wrestling the first sports company to go we're going all in on digital we're starting our own over the top service and everybody followed suit arguably it was not a great service when it first came out Ah, it was kind of shit yeah no but the thing is it ended up being you know a market leader that everyone else went to yeah we went over the top uh, streaming service yeah back in the day when cable came out, Vince was the first person to go, I'm putting my shows on cable. People are going to pay me good money to do this. When before then, wrestling shows were paying to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as a company, they're consistently the company that makes big groundbreaking decisions with what they're doing with their programming and it shifts the landscape. And in 10 years' time, we're going to look back at this moment and be like, this was the moment that changed wrestling again. Mm-hmm. Because it really has, like the, even just the implications of it. So mm. obviously WWE and wrestling in general, wrestling mm. on a network has always come under a lot of uh, tension and a lot of structure from whatever network they're in. And yeah, exactly. the big thing about Netflix is Netflix has historically been the place to go when you want to get a show greenlit, when you kind of want to fall outside of that a little bit. Obviously, they're even, a massive even when business. It, even if a show gets cancelled by syndicated television, you know, you go to Netflix and go, hey, CBS doesn't want our TV show anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you want to save it? 
Yeah, exactly right. So it, has, it historically is the place that you go when you really want to push the envelope and you really want to expand and, and grow without having to go back through the syndicated television route. Now, WWE has been with syndicated television of, of one form or another, like, for years, years and years and years. Like, we were talking about it earlier today, the whole idea of, like, WWE on Fox, Fox 8 here in Australia – it's always been touted as being like USA, all of that kind of stuff. It has been the flagship show for the USA Network. So, yeah. like, like, and they're losing a massive, massive, massive chunk of their revenue, everything with the loss of WWE. So, well, this is the thing they're not losing WWE, right? So, there's going to be this super interesting period of time in October till January next year where USA has Raw and SmackDown for two months. Mm -hmm. They have both the shows because SmackDown is moving to USA, so they're not losing WWE programming. They're just losing Monday Night Raw, but they're going to have this super interesting time where they have both the shows. It's really interesting too with the whole Raw and SmackDown thing because obviously does that mean that SmackDown will now move to Monday nights You know, as part of the USA deal because they obviously have to replace what they're losing with, with Raw so could we foresee a world where we have Friday Night Raw and Monday Night SmackDown in 2025? Yeah, I don't see that happening myself only because I know that, was it CNBC that owns, or Universal, sorry, that owns USA? Mm-hmm. They also have Monday Night Football yes, on some yeah. of the channels, right? So I genuinely think they may have choos- chosen to drop Raw in favor of SmackDown because they were competing with themselves with their two networks. So you think I, it won't interrupt on on the times? I don't think so. I, I think if anything, SmackDown moves back to Thursdays or something like that, because it was Thursday night, it was mm-hmm. Friday night. I think it was Tuesday nights for a while there as well. Mm-hmm. So SmackDown in its history has moved around the week. So, um, but Raw hasn't though, right? Like, like- <laughs> no, Raw has been Monday night since, I think there's one episode of Monday Night Raw that has moved. Yes. So I if think. you think about that, like, the one thing I think about Netflix and the Netflix deal is is it doesn't really have to be on Monday nights anymore because oh, yeah. you're not in a situation now where like, it's a streaming service. It's not a, a live feed. You know, I think they will probably move to having a live feed on Netflix, which is it's kind exactly of what they're so I, I did listen to an interview today. It was actually probably one of the most interesting Pat McAfee interviews I've ever listened to. It was <laughs> Pat McAfee with the president of WWE. What's his name? Khan? Uh, Nick Khan, yeah. Nick Khan. Great interview. And uh, he said, no, it's going to be live. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's staying live. He hasn't confirmed whether it's staying on Monday nights. Apparently, they're at the moment, the plan is Monday nights. But mm-hmm. there's 10 months between now and then. It could Things all change. Could change. Well, the thing and, is, is that like, there's not been a show, has there, on Netflix that has been a weekly live show. Weekly live show. Yeah. They've, so, they've had three or four live events, which was essentially, I believe, testing their live functionality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully they're going to do a few more of those before they get to the raw deal because the last thing you're going to want to do is go live with your first episode of Raw and it bombs because mm. the system can't handle it. I have no doubt they're going to test the shit out of it. Oh, but yeah. this is this is the more interesting scenario I see out of this is let's say Netflix does say, hey, we don't want to compete with football either. Mm-hmm. Let's move it to Tuesdays. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm going, I'm 
moving collision from Saturdays and I'm moving it to Mondays because there are still people that will want to watch terrestrial television to get their wrestling. Yes, yeah. So in a world where USA doesn't shift SmackDown, can you see a world where they pick up Dynamite? USA or? To replace the WWE slot on Mondays. You mean, so I wouldn't see a world where USA would because I think they're going to stay loyal to WWE. Mm. It's too good a relationship for them. But there's nothing stopping Fox from picking up either Dynamite or Collision. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I, Fox, I just think that's interesting. Maybe, and maybe why Fox has dropped wrestling altogether. Maybe they haven't dropped wrestling altogether. They've just decided we've got a better deal for Mr. Khan, the other and, Mr. Khan. <laughs> so think about a world where you see that tonal shift. So Netflix gets Raw, USA keeps SmackDown, somewhere like Fox gets AEW. Does that then open the world up for TNA to jump into TBS? Well, this is the other thing as well. Like, if, I think this is an amazing opportunity for TNA potentially. I've heard a few different rumblings of people's conversations around where they thought TNA could end up. Mm-hmm. And with TNA's shift back to TNA, with the amazing hype behind the brand again, and look, the product has actually been really good for the last couple of years. It just hasn't had the eyeballs arguably deserves. Mm-hmm. They're so well positioned at the moment, I think, to pick up cable viewership on the right network. Now, this is the other issue, right, is they are owned by Anthem Sports that owns the network that they're currently on. Yes. I don't think they're dumb enough to go, we're only going to keep it on our network. Like I yeah. think they're smart enough to go, if we can get a better deal on someone else's network, we will move the show. <laughs> so I guess like what it really means to me is, is that you'd have – three out of four of the biggest Western wrestling companies on syndicated television, you know, and and then you'd have WWE half on there, half not. Now, do you think it's going to be a situation that Netflix only has Raw? Okay, now this this is interesting. So this is where I have dug a bit deeper into what the deal is going to be because when I heard $5 billion, I was like, this is ridiculous for American TV. This is too much money. There's no way this is just an American deal. And it wasn't, right? So it is, at the moment, what they have announced is Canada, UK, and South America going to be getting raw plus documentaries plus live PLEs plus historical television. So Mm -hmm. arguably the best bits of the old network are going to be going on to Netflix outside of the United States. Now, this is where the interesting conversation comes up. Being a $5 billion deal, even those markets alone, like they've got some of the biggest wrestling markets in the world in that deal. But there is no way Netflix is doing this $5 billion deal without getting the rest of the world. So Mm -hmm. there's been some conversation online in the Australian circles that we sort of talk to, who've been saying there is no way Raw will ever move from Fox in Australia or Sky TV in New Zealand yeah. or Binge over here. I am telling you right now, it will 100% move. Yeah. This deal is going to encompass every time the contract comes up, the deal comes up in a new region, Netflix is getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, essentially, they are going to be the WWE network eventually. 
So when the Peacock deal comes up, I wouldn't mind picking everything moves off Peacock onto Netflix in the US. Um, that means that like Fox loses the contract for everything else here because obviously binge mm-hmm. is it it leeches off of Fox, right? Sure. Because yeah. we see every time there's an ad while watching binge, like WWE on Fox Eight or on mm-hmm. Fox, whatever the case may be. So that means and, that and, Fox and loses news- a lot of extra stuff there, right? Like right oh, off the bat. In New Zealand, they've got um, it on Sky TV for a live, and then it goes on to, I believe, I might be wrong, but it used to go on to Lightbox, which mm-hmm. is the equivalent of Binge so, in New Zealand. If I'm Fox, I'm pissed off. Oh, 100%. But do, do, can you compete with $5 billion? No. No, but I go to the next biggest thing, and I say, hey – Gib, I want that now. Like, yeah. let's put pl- like shit sh- in structure in place now, so that in January, oh, there is there. So one, this deal is not going to happen in Australia or New Zealand in January. Everywhere no. else, it's going to happen. I think I believe the deal in Australia was for five years. Yeah, maybe wrong on that. So we're still looking at two to three years before it will come up here. So I don't get your uh, Netflix um, subscriptions just yeah. yet, is what you're saying. Yeah. I may be wrong, but yeah, it's not It's not in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. But when it does move over, I would not be surprised if they're already talking to Mr. Uh, to either Tony Khan or they're talking to Anthem Sports and saying, we want your wrestling. Yeah. We're going to lose. We're going to lose uh, WWE. Because like, and that's good for TN- TNA or AEW. TNA Library is still up for grabs, isn't it? Hasn't been purchased yet. Never been purchased, no. There was talk about it earlier in the year, well, mm. early, sorry, late last year, mm. about that being the big announcement that Triple H was going to put out was that they had purchased the library. But if they haven't and they don't and they won't, they could realistically sell that library to Fox, right? Oh, 100%. Or at least license it to Fox, right? But, yeah, then um, you've got, like, TNA Network essentially on Fox. They could put all the shows across – and then all of a sudden, you've got as much super, content. That's super smart business for yeah. one for Fox because they're not going to be paying as much for the TNA library and live events and pay per views as what they were paying for WWE. There's no, no way. Same as AEW. As much as I love AEW, you're not paying as much as you would be paying for WWE. Then, so, then neither of those two are the market leader. But if you're able to get all of that back catalog plus live events plus weekly shows live you've you, essentially you've saved money to replace that wrestling and especially if you're getting aew which i will say i think aew is the one they'll go after yeah it's great business for them because all of a sudden it opens up the australian market more because as much as australia has a great aew fan base it's not a big mainstream fan base everybody i know who watches wrestling casually has never heard of AEW yeah. in Australia. Yeah. And that's only because it's not on TV. So for then me – uh, Then you can start doing live shows here. Do it. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, and then you'd love that, obviously. So for me, a big thing is that puts TKO only $4 billion in the red, right? Like, because – There's no way they're in the red at the moment. No, no, no. But they paid, like, 9.3, right? That was the – well, this is the thing. They didn't pay. 
there were no money exchanged hands in that deal. Okay. A lot of people have been talking about how making that comparison of how much was paid. No money exchanged hands in that deal. Okay. It was a merger. Yeah. So it was two businesses coming together. So it was essentially situation where the people at the top, the main shareholders, the, the likes of Vince McMahon and that, they got paid out, but they got paid out in shares, which is yeah. why recently Vince has been selling up shares as to turn his But it was to the equivalent of nine point three billion dollars. Yeah. But in all reality, then not in the red because they never spent that money. Yeah. They got WWE for free. So now they've made five billion dollars. On and, top yeah. of everything, yeah. And, and still have UFC as well and any other company they look to scoop up. Oh, i got something interesting to tell you off here as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. All laughs> right. no, it's, it's WWE business-related that somebody told me, and it's super interesting around Australia. But we can't talk thing. about it. But okay. Yeah. Now, all good. All right, so my next question, because this is a question I actually don't know the answer to. All I did was mark out about it a little bit. What's The Rock doing there? That's an interesting one. <laughs> I don't have solid answers for that, apart from I think it was a move for Wall Street. Mm -hmm. So essentially, Wall Street wouldn't have given a shit about the Netflix deal on its own. But on the same day, you do the Netflix deal and you announce that you've got arguably the best businessman in Hollywood now on your board. Yeah. Wall Street gives a shit. Yeah, which is crazy to think about because it's it sold for $5 billion. So it's not like a, a, a minuscule thing, you know? Weird like, situation, right? Like, I think if Disney made a $5 billion deal for Marvel or whatever, right? I think it was something like that. You know, it makes news because those are all properties that outside of wrestling people give a shit about. Yeah. And it's super weird that a lot of people don't give a shit about this news because. It's huge. It's, it's like outside of wrestling. If you're not a wrestling fan, if you're interested in media, you should give a shit about this because it's groundbreaking in media, not just pro wrestling. Because it changes everything. Like, like it really does. Like from the way that WWE can present their product now to mm. like every every little aspect of it. Because look, Netflix, you know, is historically a place that you go to. No pun intended. Binge content, right? And it's got a really stable service. I would argue that Netflix's service is leaps and bounds above every other streaming service oh, that yeah. exists. Have you ever used Prime? Okay. Can you imagine the WWE network with Netflix's engine powering it? That's what yeah. it's. That's what it is. That's what well, it's gonna be. It was only a week ago word was Prime, Amazon were going to be making this deal, the same deal. Yeah, yeah. Could you would believe that would be worse than it was at WWE. Exactly. And that's what I was just about to say is the Prime TV user interface is Shit absolutely else. dog balls. Yeah. It's terrible to use. You imagine trying to watch live on that, let alone trying to find a program on there. Yeah, no, and like that's the easy like ease of use is the big thing for Netflix for me. Is, oh, yeah. is that I can just go straight to search function, type W, and it will say, "Did you mean WWE WrestleMania 40? Like, like, yeah. like, like you're not going to struggle with it. And then, and then all. it's going to go. You like that? Let's recommend that you in also, everything. Would, yeah. Would you also like to see every Fast and the Furious movie in the last ten years? Hooray! I can't wait for that. <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh my god! It's all about family. All right, Fit. It's about family. This is about family, like the bloodline, like the rock. Hey. It all connects. 
<laughs> but that, and that, but that's the thing as well, right? And when you start sort of look back at this, step back a bit and look at what WWE have been doing with their programming over the last year or so. It's only in the last year, or maybe the last two years actually. But they've been they have had a relationship with Netflix for a while where they had the Big Show show and a few other different programs that they made with Netflix. Oh, the so Big Show been, sitcom. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. But, you know, they've had a relationship with Netflix for a while. And then Netflix are the company who are making the Vince McMahon documentary series. Wait, did Netflix do like the Scooby-Doo and WWE stuff as well. Is no, that Netflix? That was, no, so that's another interesting one because that was WBD that made those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about The Undertaker, but he's in a spooky house with the New Day? That was Netflix. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm on the right, board so now. Had I understand. A, yeah. So they've had a relationship with Netflix for a while. But yeah, like I said, they're working on this Vince McMahon documentary as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to because apparently Vince is allowed to see it but can't make changes to it. <laughs> imagine so Imagine how weird the situation is where we've just signed this $5 billion deal with uh, the WWE. We're going to have all of their programmings. We've just made this guy a lot richer. Also, we're about to put out a documentary talking about all of his scandals over all the All of the shit that he's done. <laughs> all the bad shit that he's done and said uh, over the past, like, 40 years. It's going to be a super interesting time when that comes out. But, yeah, this is super interesting. It's As somebody that works in media, I was excited by this, doubly so that I'm a wrestling guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and the implications too. No more fucking black and white blood. Like, no more camera change, potentially. I, I wouldn't mind picking what they'll end up doing, right, is they'll end up having two versions of the show even. Right? Yeah, because yeah, they, can, they can they can have a kids edit and an adults only edit. There's things that they can do. I wouldn't be surprised if they still keep it PG though. Yeah, um, just but I'd love to like it's good spitball. For I would, I'd love to spitball oh. if they. Well, no, that's the thing. They don't yeah. need advertisers with this deal. Like right. WWE fucking loves money, right? Now that <laughs> yeah. they don't, they don't have to stop for ad breaks, which is super interesting. But that also means more room to insert their own ads, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So they can now make deals with companies and essentially put more advertising into the show, which isn't going to conflict with the network's advertisers and stuff But they like can that. also so- control what they say yes to as well, more oh, than yeah. they could before. 100%. So they, Netflix does not own WWE. They do not own Raw. No, and that's, that's, that means they, can, they yeah. can say, look, I don't want to use, you know, Snickers, I would have used Trojan condoms, and there's no problem with that because we can choose what we advertise now. You know, like, like throw back to the '90s as well. Like, do you remember when <laughs> Trojan condoms actually sponsored Raw back in the day? <laughs> it did. Go back and have a look. Okay. Some of the some of the pay per views were sponsored by Trojan. What was the tagline? I can't. That's amazing. I, I think it was one of those ones that were just brought this one. What do you buy? Trojan. Oh, and mate. It, so it didn't go too far into it. But yeah, like, no, there was a time when I think it might have been like the replays or something were Trojan replays. Trojan. Oh my god! <laughs> For you, oh, oh, I can't, no, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it's, it. Like, <laughs> it's the deep stroke of the week. Oh, I didn't want to <laughs> say it. Oh. 
Before we go any further, this show is brought to you by OG Nerd. OG Nerd represents the gamers, the cosplayers, the collectors, the model makers, the tattooists, the artists, and the athletes. They are not just a clothing brand. They are a subculture. OG Nerd revel in their halcyon youth and embrace the lifestyle driven by nostalgia, humble beginnings, and heroes. OG Nerd strives to offer quality, comfortable, and above all stylish streetwear apparel inspired by a lifetime of gaming, music, and street art. I've worked with OG Nerd for many years and find their apparel second to none in terms of quality and appearance. Whether it's at a wrestling show or a convention, you'll be hard-pressed to find a better armor for your rig. Get yours at ognerdlife.com. Oh, but like, okay, so fantasy scenarios, it's January and we're building to the Rumble and WWE yep. champion, WWE heavyweight champion CM Punk is in the ring and yep. Seth comes out and he's like, look, we did this last year. <laughs> Let's do it again this year. And he's like, the reason you lost last year is she's got a fucking shit knee. You know, like, yeah. like the ability, the ability, even just oh, yeah. the concept of that is crazy. Well, totally right. And this is, they could probably close the gap. If you're going to do anything, you could close the gap between their programming and AEW programming because AEW programming has definitely pulled back a bit on the blood and the death matches and stuff like that. Yeah. But they still, you can say whatever the fuck you want on that show as long as it's not racist, sexist, or, you know, whatever. If it wasn't that long uh, ago, we had blood drinking on that show. So let's not say they're fucking. That was a pay per view. That was a pay per view. <laughs> all rules are off on a pay per view on yeah. AEW. But on their you know TV programming, they have pulled it back a wee bit. Yeah. But I think they'll meet somewhere in the middle, right? Where you can drop the F bomb. The Rock can do one of his promos and not get beeped out now. Oh, that'd be great because like he gets beeped out for like stupid, like, like. Really, really was like, douchebag, like douchebag, douchebag. Yeah. Like that's not even a swear word. I know what hmm. a douche is. I know the the idea behind it. That's kind of gross. Like from a like a, a calling someone a douche. Like that's <laughs> kind of gross. But it's not like it's a swear word. You know what exactly. I mean? Like like so yeah. Just and saying that I just had an idea as well. Going back to your Trojan sponsorship. Mm-hmm. That has to be Omos as the figurehead for that, right? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, no, sorry. That would be Magnums. Oh, mate. Fucking hell. <laughs> w- WWE Payback, sponsored by Bad Dragon. Like, they oh. love to do their sponsorships. <laughs> so. They do. They can do a Bad Dragon match at the next. Oh, um, no. No. WrestleMania. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Look, that's it. That's it for this talk. I'm done with this talk. Let's move on to the promo. <laughs> Well, no, let's go back to this Dwayne talk, bro. Okay, no more Trojan. No more Trojan. Okay. But going back to the talk about Dwayne. Yes. This is is interesting as well because the deal, he's cut a deal as well. So this isn't just a Dwayne has been appointed to the board. This Mm -hmm. is now Dwayne as a part of this has, one, he's been given $30 million worth of stock. Jesus. He's now a part owner of AEW, of WWE. He yeah. is now the boss. He is. He can genuinely walk in, do the next promo with Roman, and be like, "You're the head of the table. I am literally at the table. Literally own the table. Yeah, I, I am your boss now. Yeah, yeah. Right? So there's that. The other part is he has, as a part of the deal, got the rights. He now owns the name The Rock. Yeah. Which he didn't. WWE owned that. So anytime he did stuff, it was Rock Project, not 
calling himself The Rock. Yeah. I think he very loosely got away with it. WWE let him get no, away I guess with it. like it's advertisement for them too. So it's like, yeah. you know, Welcome to the Jungle starring The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. You know, yeah. like, like. But he now owns that. So when WWE put out the rock merchandise he's getting paid for it now yeah okay like, he's licensing the name back to them that's a huge downside as well like, like the, the money he'd be making on that now mm, especially anytime he releases like a new piece of merch like yeah that's going to be crazy so and once this netflix deal actually comes into play wwe's stocks are going to skyrocket right so that mm. 30 million dollars worth of stocks going to become 60 million overnight yeah potentially yeah, yeah. No, they, and it's gonna. And now that he's part of the business, I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes more involved in the business, like even on screen. Yeah, like, I don't think he's going to become a regular player on screen. Well, he's but, still too busy with Hollywood, right? Like he's not quitting Hollywood. Oh no, no, no. And like, like I said, he's the smartest, one of the smartest businessmen in Hollywood. Like, if there's a movie with him in it, mm-hmm. it's not because he's in somebody else's movie. It's because he owns that movie. He's producing that movie. Yeah, uh, I was explaining to somebody earlier today. He owns the rights to Black Adam. Mm-hmm. If DC wanted to make that movie, which they did, yeah, they had to get his production company to make it, and he had to play the role in it. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, same with the, and then he's got his TV shows. And how did he finagle that? I've no idea. And, well, he bought the rights to it like ten years ago. That TV, um, yeah, Black Adam. Yeah, okay. but then he's got Tedemana. The uh, Tequila. Uh, tequila, mm-hmm. which apparently is fucking terrible. <laughs> I did see a video about that the other day, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's got Zoa Energy. He's He owns Acorn's investment platform in America. Mm-hmm. He's got his fingers in so many pies at the moment. A little bit different to uh, just buying a few houses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you hear people talk about in wrestling, you know, you've got to be smart with your money and invest and save and blah, 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 blah. This dude took that to the extreme. Yeah, yeah, no. Crazy. So smart businessman. So it makes sense that he's a guy that, one, is still passionate about WWE. I genuinely believe when he says he loves WWE and loves pro wrestling, Mm -hmm. that he he means it. Yeah. Plus, he's just a ridiculously good businessman. And look, having him on your board is a great visual, right? I mean, yeah, there's that too. And I guess also, like, any time we've had a breakdown in conversation between Hollywood and WWE or Hollywood and The Rock – a lot of the time it's because WWE have said, hey, we want you here at this time. And then he says, okay, but I can't because I'm making a movie right here, you jabroni. Like, 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 and there's been like now, a disconnect. But now because he owns part of this side of it. He's got a financial interest now in fighting in WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly right. Like, not, not just yeah. a payday. Yeah, it's not exactly just a payday right. anymore. It's not just him going back and getting some money. It's, it's, it's actually a stake in the company. Yeah. Which I so, think would strengthen his standing when it comes to conversations with Hollywood as well. Oh, 100%. There's that, but there's also now he can say, look, I do want to make this movie, but I'm going to need from February to April off because, one, I'm, I need to get in ring shape in, during, in February. Then I'm fighting in March and or April. And then, look, I might need a couple of months off if I tear my pecs off the bone again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's... Man, all right, take yourself back 20 years. Take yourself back 15 years. Can you imagine a world where Triple H and The Rock pretty much owned the WWE? Right. Like, there was talk. (laughs) Yeah. There was, I mean, I'll be honest. I think Triple H was always destined to have something to do with running this company. Like, he 
politicked his way through this business very well. Uh, there was an interview with him with Logan Paul, right, where he talked yeah. about that and he just said, look, I think that even if I didn't end up with Steph, oh, no, it wasn't with him. It was, uh, I can't remember. It was one of the podcasts I listened to. He's like, even if I didn't end up, oh, no, it was Austin. It was on the, the Stone Cold Classics. Yeah. yeah, he spoke about it there. He's like, even if I didn't end up with Steph and all of that didn't happen, I think that I still would have been not necessarily here, but close enough. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And he's a brilliant mind for the business, and he was the straight-edge guy Yeah, before straight-edge was – While his pop- mates were getting smashed too. Like it wasn't just, you know, straight-edge for the sake of it, you know, go and be quiet. It's like hanging out with Scott and Kev and, you know, like Sean and, and everyone's just having a good time, and he's just like, nah, it's okay, I'll have a chips. Like, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think he was always destined. But but uh, look, this entire situation where we are at the moment, where Vince McMahon essentially is not anything, to, nowhere near the program. Powerless. Yeah, powerless to the TV show. Triple H is making all the decisions. Yeah, The Rock is now on the board. It, it is a crazy time. Like this entire situation's mad. Yeah, look, it, it is. Like we said at the, at the at the jump here, it is probably we've been saying it for weeks. It is the most interesting time in wrestling right now, and yeah. this just cements it further. So, hundred oh, percent. And the, the funny thing is, we're a show that usually talks not about the business of the business, right? We no. talk about what's going on on our screens day to day, week to week. But when you've got us talking about the business side of things that's showing you how interesting this is and i'm a stupid wrestler man like i know you got the smarts for this shit but i've had like nine concussions you know yeah (laughs) this is not the stuff that i care about but it's so interesting that Mm. yeah i do absolutely exactly but in saying that since we are a show that talks about what goes on on the screens arguably the Best CM Punk moment since he's been re-signed to the WWE. This is the CM Punk that I've been waiting for, mm-hmm. uh, which I do find interesting because there was no reason for this promo. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's arguable because people have been talking about the residual effects of everything this whole time. Oh, so, totally. But, I mean, like, there have been – when they just said there was going to be a confrontation this week between CM Punk and Cody Rhodes, there was no story built up on screen about this. It was just no. they're going to have a face-to-face. It was like, oh, that's weird. It's because um, they're hearing about – like, you know, everyone's been talking about it. They're like, well, what happens to Cody now that Punk's back and Rock's here? And the chatter is everywhere. One thing WWE has proved this last year and this year is that they listen to social media. They listen to oh, yeah. the fans, and everybody knows that Punk's return – has this ginormagantuan influence on what's happening in the yeah. world of CM Punk. And so thing, they right? had so to do they it. They may not say AEW by name. No. But they're not ignoring that AEW exists. No, well, they did. They talked about, you know, like they've been through a lot. The and other place. The other place. And, yeah, like there's, there's references to all of it. There were two massive hits, obviously, in the promo. One of them was CM Punk talking to Cody. He essentially starts the promo by saying... I want to talk about your dad. Like, 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 and then he comes through and he talks about how Dusty asked Punk at OVW to look out for his boy because his boy was green and coming in and learning and nepotism booking and all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, he's talking about the, the American dream and he's like, you know, you know, you came in through the business because of your dad. I didn't do that. My dad, my dad was an electrician. So really, realistically speaking, 
I'm more the American dream than than you are. Like, 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 you know, and that got like this ridiculous reaction. Like, like, because it's tell not. Me, tell, tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies, and that's it. But then there was a moment that I think they missed out on just a little tiny bit in this promo that would have killed it for me. Because then Cody says, "Well, you know what? I know what I want to talk about now." I want to talk about the pipe bomb. Now, if either one of them had a sat down cross-legged in front of the other, and then the other one had a sat down cross-legged in front of the other one as well, I would have lost my shit for that. So when Punk pulled off the WWE logo and threw it away, Mm -hmm. I was expecting that to be the next move and it didn't happen. Oh yeah, I agree. That would have added to it so well. This promo though was so well put together. And I think, Personally, this is the difference between Punk's run in AEW and Punk's run now and Punk's previous run in WWE, right? So while Punk was, I loved Punk in AEW, I think apart from the bullshit, when he was on fire, like with MJF and whatnot, he was on fire. But the promos, I think the WWE way of putting together promos, you can clearly tell these two sat together before the show. Yeah. They, planned out the beats of this they may not have gone here's the script they planned out the beats that they were going to hit with each other they both knew and played to you know reacted the way we need them to react and they knew that they were hitting on nostalgia they knew that they were hitting on hypocrisy of each other's hypocrisy they knew they were going to hit on their history together they would just were like here's everything that we can hit and And let me just say it too for the first time since coming back it really felt like punk actually had a plan for this promo It, it it really felt like they had sat down like you said and organized what was gonna happen rather than him saying hey Shawn michaels let's have a selfie click like like it, it felt mm. a lot more WWE, but in a good way. In exactly, like right. a strong and way. And that's the thing. Like we talk about how we don't like it when these guys are clearly scripted. Mm-hmm. And a hundred percent I'm down I agree with that. I don't like it when a WWE superstar is fully scripted and they're hitting script notes and hitting lines and stuff like that. I hate that. Mm-hmm. But planning out a promo and p- saying these are the beats we're going to hit makes a promo so much better and yeah. this was clear that this was very well planned out and i mean like speaking on like promos because first you had punk come out with his thing but mm. then cody's thing was about the pipe bomb and he essentially said look i've gone and done all this stuff i fought for this i've spoken my truth i went and made a name for myself in reality i'm more cm punk than you are and like again that same reaction that you got from the first one i felt like the crowd was so split that i couldn't tell who was being chanted for it sounded like cody punk but like because people were saying cm and people were saying cody at the same time there was just a jarble of it right up until the end when they did the left right look at each other and they started to separate the chants That and whole this was a, promo was like that. Normally, you do not do face versus face, right? Yeah. Because there's no way you can get a good reaction. There's no one to cheer for, blah, 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 blah. But if you're going to do it, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I so would also were- argue too. You saw a little bit of heel stuff coming through. Oh, and it was coming through from both of them. Yeah, yeah. But there was like one moment because shit was about to pop off. Cody went to leave. He give a shoulder tackle that got physical. Like that was a hard hit, and they turn around and it literally sounded like they're about to fight. Like the scuffle from the microphones and stuff yeah. like that. But then Punk and him and Cody a face to face, face to face, closer, a little kiss, closer yep. still, pop the tongue out, and then Punk walks away. Punk was the first one to take the steps back, and that got an instant boo. But then Cody took the steps back because Cody doesn't back down from fights. Cody is expected to walk forward when you walk backwards. But Cody also walked backwards. So it Mm. changed that instant reaction from, oh, let's boo CM Punk to, no, oh, wait a second. No, we shouldn't be booing either of them, but let's boo both of them because we can't figure out what to do. Yeah. Uh, And I thought it was interesting. They played Punk's, oh, sorry, Cody's music as well after after the drop. Does that mean that WWE sees Cody as the biggest star or do they want us to think he's the biggest star? Yeah, uh, that's. I, I think that they are wanting us to think he's the biggest star. I think that they're intending him to be the biggest star mm-hmm. because I also think that they're building very subtly a story to turn Punk eventually mm-hmm. because at the moment you have Punk feuding with Cody Mm-hmm. He's feuding with Seth mm-hmm. and Drew. He's feuding with Drew, but they're not intense feuds. Uh, no, the Seth one is definitely if you're it's the main rank, one. If you're yeah. going to rank them, right? Seth's up the top. That's going to yeah. be the that's going to be the first fight, first one on one fight. But I think that they're slowly having all these stars having a feud with Punk to the point where Punk's going to be the lone wolf. Yeah, I'm a little bit like I don't know. I felt it felt weird. And great, but weird to have Gunther come out as well and stake his claim this week on Raw. I liked it, don't get me wrong, and I think Gunther is getting to be a tremendous promo. Uh, he's just a really good hand. Austin would call him a mechanic, right? Like, like he's just a good hand. He cuts a good promo. He works real good in the ring. But it was a weird choice. And I know that Punk was busy with Cody. I know like there were, there was, like Drew was busy with Priest. There was a bunch of stuff going on, but I know Gunther's about to take that step to the next spot. But my question is, is that what's what's he stepping onto? Because right yeah. now that floor is so unstable. Are they making a mistake by putting Gunther there now? Uh, look, I think this is definitely their way of bringing him up to that level slowly mm-hmm. because I have zero doubt whatsoever, like, We've predicted this one in previous episodes. Brock comes back in the Rumble. Yeah. We're going to build to Brock and Gunther mania. I don't even think it's going to be for the belt. No. If, well, it is for the belt, if it is for the belt, Gunther's going over. And I think Gunther should go over. Right? Yes. Like Either need, way, I need, think Gunther should go over. Yeah. Even yeah, if it's yeah, not exactly. for the belt. Yeah. I There's one spanner in that work for me. Mm-hmm. The one spanner is big meaty men slapping meat. And there's a good chance, based on the way this feud is currently going with the New Day and Imperium, if he's okay, we might see Big E be that guy who comes back. Now, it's funny you say that because I said that during, was it SmackDown last week, that we had Xavier Woods getting aggressive. Like, he's 
they're slowly making him a lot more aggressive. Like he's losing the power of positivity right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's the cure for the power of positivity in the new day? What? That's you bring back Big E. You do. You really do. I, it could have been pancakes. It could have been bootios. Could have been big meaty man slapping meat, but it's Big I, E. I think, look, if he is, and this may not happen. Like no, I'm, 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 I, I'm said, I don't, you've said it as well. You know, neither of us want to be disappointed. We don't no. want to set ourselves up for disappointment here. No. And if he's not ready, we don't want him back. Right. Last thing we want is Big E in a fucking wheelchair. But Gunther, Imperium versus the New Day at WrestleMania. Clapping. Yeah, clapping. LA Knight versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I mean, I just want him to have a big match. I've been saying it for months. I just want him to have a big match against a big star who he can beat and have his hand raised at Mania and not be in a shitty fucking rumble. By the way, LA Night moment of the week I have for you. Oh, let's roll the clip. Let me talk to you. Yeah. (laughs) You have to edit that, not me. (laughs) (laughs) LA Night moment of the week this week is me being severely disappointed that LA Knight was here last week in Sydney, Australia, and he did not think to come on our show. That makes me sad, yeah. And, you know, we would have told him that you have to put fucking Vegemite on butter, not just Vegemite on a biscuit. You have to put butter down first. Otherwise, it tastes like salty shit. And sparingly. You don't need to have a scoop of it, man. Come on now. It's a smear. I, you know, I think that Americans do it on purpose for the meme. Like, I just don't think that an entire country can be so fucking stupid about salty, briny fucking tar that you have to put an entire scoop of it in your mouth. Which is delicious. Oh, yeah, yeah amazing. Incredible. The best thing ever. So no. Vegemite on toast with with uh, Kraft Singles cheese on top of it under the grill for under about. The, oh. Yeah, come on now. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's why you get oh, it to yeah. say it burns just a little bit enough so that there's like a little brown bit, bit here, a little brown bit, bit, bit there on the cheeses melted up. Yeah. Come on. Molto, molto bene. That's, that's what you want to eat. Like, like, So, yeah, like I'm disappointed and, too. It would have been great to see him. would have been great to talk to him. I hope that they're having a really good time with uh, mm-hmm. all of the stuff that they're doing in the lead up to it. But hey, uh, LA Knight, LA Knight, yes. we love you. Mm-hmm. This is your moment of the week that we do every week. And we know you're going to be in Perth next month. Come on. Come on the show. I'll Everybody who's person. listening, watching, seeing this as a TikTok or whatever, mm-hmm. at LA Knight and say, we want you on the show. We, yeah, we have a, an entire segment Segment dedicated to you we do we do we would love to have you on that segment yeah absolutely Absolutely. let us talk to you let me talk to you with everybody's saying i'd be keen but also to go on to the la night moment of the week it feels like he's not getting lost in the shuffle but he's definitely been paired with aj for this four-way match right yeah like and they're definitely giving us like a mini version of Randy versus Roman because I feel like AJ and LA Knight will beat the crust out of each other. It'll end mm-hmm. up being outside the ring for a significant amount of time. While that's happening, when you get Randy versus Roman, I actually I know everyone's talking about how Randy won't eat the pin. I think it might enrich the story if he does, though. I think it might yeah. make the story a bit bigger does- if he does. Randy does not lose anything, I no. believe, by taking a pin because Randy is fucking Randy Orton, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like he can take a pin 
I think you've just got to do it creatively, but he can eat a pin and come back on Monday and he's still daddy. But do you know who needs it? <laughs> you know who needs it? Roman. Because right now you might be the longest reigning champion of this generation, but nobody believes in anything you do anymore because no. you have been, you had like five fucking matches last year. Like, you, he's not on TV, and when he is on TV, he has like a backstage promo, and maybe he goes to the ring, but more than likely he doesn't, and then he might give a spear or a Superman punch. You know, I understand the idea of building the mystique and everything like that, but I care less about him in the ring. In fact, I was talking to a friend the other day while we were watching SmackDown, and I said, I really hope that he is in the ring every week because right now i don't know if he is i really hope he's keeping the ring rust off i'm sure he is but we yeah. have no proof of that in, in history every champion we've ever had pretty much has been on tv whether they've had a match or not whether they've, they've had a scuffle they've had an interaction whatever it might be but they've been there week after week after week after week the only notable exception is Brock Lesnar, and y'all got fucking mad when that happened too. But Brock Lesnar <laughs> is a freak, a yep. freak of human evolution. He's not a person. I'm sure he's one of those big heads from Easter Island when they dug the rest of the body up because he is a freak. He's yep. a monster of a dude. He feels no pain. He can lift anything in the world. I have no doubts in my mind that if Brock went away for four years, and he could come back and wrestle the exact same quality match that he's been doing for years because, really, it's just German suplexes these days. But I also have no doubt that he could go back to what he was doing when he was wearing the tights. And I feel in earnest that if Brock wanted to or if the WWE wanted him to, Brock could wrestle exactly like he did against Kurt Angle. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a rant. I'm sorry. No, 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 no problem. <laughs> I will go back, though, to what you said about Roman because I believe – I can't remember the last time an episode of SmackDown went off the air with Roman being the one face down on the mat. Yeah, yeah. And this we week got that. it did. We yep. got that this week. Roman was – he. they showed a moment of weakness with Roman, and mm -hmm. it goes against what they've been doing with Roman recently. So interesting. Maybe we yep. are heading down a track where we're going to see a bit more of Roman cracks – and him personally, because we've seen cracks in the bloodline, but we haven't seen cracks in Roman. Well, no, but we haven't, like, there's not been a reason to because you've had the bloodline around him. You know, you, you, you've had Absolutely. foils, like JD is for the Judgment Day. You've had mm. foils around him this whole time. But because of that, for a start, no one believes Roman can win a match by mm. himself anymore. Mm -hmm. There was a time where Roman was so popular as mm. a as a wrestler that trying to turn him heel was what we wanted like yeah. that was what the audience wanted they were so sick of him being a white meat baby face hmm. that they wanted him to be heel and then but he was also really good like people really liked hmm. him you know they really liked his in-ring work i've always thought he's a little bit of a, a john cena which is what he was supposed to be he's molded it to was, be that was, yeah. like you know following in the footsteps of the rock all of that kind of stuff but he could still go and mm. you could put him in a half hour match and not worry about it being mostly him laying down or the, someone else beating up people for him. But yeah. now there's no, 
they, the investment in that is gone. You have lost the collateral that I had built up with you because you just don't do anything anymore. Exactly. Like, so now why do I care? Because it's starting to get there. It's starting to get to why do I care about a match that you're in? And that's not great because no. you're the champion. And that tells me instantly, right, is it is time. Yeah. It is time, WrestleMania, it is time to drop this belt. But it will is it? time for him to go away for a while and he can, I genuinely think, he goes away for a while. Yeah. Like none of this two-month bullshit. Like you send him away for a year. Bring him back at Mania or the Rumble next year. I would love to see him do this like hard times gimmick after losing the belt though i think that you would yeah i would i'd like to see him struggling and Mm -hmm. without the bloodline you know like like i'd love even if it's just for a couple of months just to see like that destruction of roman reigns so that when he does go he goes for a long time you know like i don't like the idea of it's almost like when a murderer gets killed by police instead of being arrested like He's done this horrible thing. You're not getting you know, any closure. Yeah, you're not because he's dead. So yeah. he doesn't have to suffer for it. There's no repercussions for it. Mm. If he goes the day of WrestleMania, if he leaves and he doesn't come back for a year, I won't have closure on that. I won't That's have closure on what he's done. So I would want to see him come back and answer for the whole thing, you know, take mm. responsibility. I'd love to see the heels beat him down. I'd love to see Seth roll out and laugh <laughs> and maybe help him. I'd love to see a mini shield thing. But then I want to see him fuck off. Like, like you know, like, like I want to see him try to cling to all these things that used to be important, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and realize that, that none of those things are here anymore because he held the company hostage in such a way that, there are people who have been watching the product for three years and they've never known another champion. Do you know what would be amazing? As you go through that whole story, right, of exactly what you just laid out. Yeah. But when he does go away for a while, there's a shot of him walking out the door and he's picking up his cell phone and he's like, Tony, let's talk. Yeah. 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 But, like, there's no, like, you don't have to say anything else. No, no, no. That's it. That's it. And you have him walk away for a while. So that's instantly going to get the marks going. Oh, <laughs> AEW. He's not. <laughs> He's I a mean, lifer. You'd have to get a different person. Okay. So, okay. Just because I love him, Cesaro leaves TNA, AEW tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then he goes back to WWE. And then Roman's calling Tony, Antonio Cesaro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, because, like, it's too on the nose, you know, but I love the idea of it. I love the idea of him. I would love to see him tease it, but unfortunately, Mr. Khan is way too much of a fucking mark now and way too untrustworthy and way too unstable that I would love to see them say, hey, Tony, what do you reckon about we lease your Roman Reigns for, like, a month or two, you know? Yeah. I just don't think Tony Khan would do that anymore. I think he's too fucking kissy about everything. I even think if they did a thing where they had Roman say, hey, Tony, let's talk on the way out, first thing Tony Khan would do is tweet, it wasn't me. Yeah, he, he would, though. He would, too. And then he would say something about WWE getting money off of, you know, or like getting attention off of AEW on Dynamite Wednesday night, you know, like, like you know, that, yeah. that, that, that hashtag that he uses all the time, you know, like, like but yeah, no, I, I, man. I want to see it happen. I still don't know if Roman's going to lose the belt. 
I'm not convinced. I right think it's now. fine though. I do like, especially with you pointing out where he is at the moment. I think he needs to lose it for him mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. No, I do too. But I just don't know if you know the Rock just bought the fucking company. <laughs> like, you know, they're like I just don't know what's going to happen. And that, again, it's great, it's awesome, but I don't know how what that means for the landscape here. Because I don't know if that means we're going to get Rock Roman. I don't know if that means we're going to get Cody Roman. I don't know if that means we're going to get Punk and Cody or Punk and Seth or Gunther and Drew McIntyre or Damian Priest just cashes well, in. Look, after this weekend, it's going to be a hell of a clearer picture where we're heading. Mm-hmm. I think whoever wins the Rumble is going to be a real sure sign of what's going to come from here. Exactly. And look, we're also going to see stories started in the Rumble. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, it's going to be great. And look. I- Greatest pay per view of the year as well. Like, yeah, I love my Mania, but Royal Rumble to me my, is yeah, the most my fun event. It's the only event that my wife will sit down and watch with me because she loves the Rumble. Yeah, I've got another friend coming around to watch the show with us this weekend who doesn't watch wrestling at all, but has heard me talking about the Royal Rumble. So, oh, that sounds fun. So, all right. So, what's the under and over then? You reckon if Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble, he wins at WrestleMania? I don't think Cody wins the Rumble. I think Cody wins Elimination Chamber. If yeah, but okay, but I'm putting, I'm positing these scenarios. If yep. Punk wins the Rumble, does he win at WrestleMania? Yes, I think he okay. beats Seth. So if Cody loses at the Rumble, you don't still think that that means that The Rock will then go to WrestleMania? I still think Rock is. Oh. That's See, that's the, the one that's thing. The dark horse, bro. Yeah, it's the one thing because yeah. I can't, I can't say with full sincerity that it won't be The Rock versus Roman Reigns on one of those days. Yeah, don't know. I don't know. Like, I'd like it to. I want it to be Cody versus Roman. Yes, everything in me wants it to be Cody versus Roman. But I don't know if it will but be. Rock anymore. versus Roman sells tickets. Rock versus Roman is the business decision. Mm. And you just sort of bought into the business. So that's right. kind of scary. Yeah. And there's a cool story to tell there too, like we yeah. said a billion times on this show. Yeah. But I also don't know where you put him if you don't put him with Roman. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's put it out to you guys. All of you. Mm. You. You're right there. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think we're going to get Cody Rhodes finishing the story? Do you think that Seth Rollins' knee is going to be better in time for WrestleMania? Or do you think he drops it at Elimination Chamber? Do you think we get CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes? Do you think we get CM Punk versus Seth Rollins? Do you think we get Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns? All of those questions are legitimate questions. And finally, who does Damian Priest cash in on? Because does he cash in? Or does he lose it before he does? Or does because he just hold on to it until just about money in the bank? Ooh, you've hang got, on a second. Because you've got all the way to June until Money in the Bank. You've still got a few months. Rhea Ripley loses to Becky or Nia. Oh, Damien Priest runs to the ring, gives her the briefcase because she tells him to, and then wins the belt back. I hadn't thought of that. It's possible. You're allowed to transfer it. You are. And she's got this stranglehold right now on the Judgment Day. I like that. Also... I've got another thing as well for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think Rhea enters the men's Rumble this year. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be nice. By the way, congratulations, Rhea, on getting the cover of 2K uh, yeah. 24. 
friend of the show or friend of Shippy. I don't know. Her <laughs> I, I, I would just know say friend of the show. It's fine. But um, awesome to see an Australian on the cover, on the international deluxe edition. Like the actual like, proper cover. Yeah, like, it's not. Like, it's not the Australian special edition. It's, no, no, it's yeah. the real thing, which is just really, really cool. Little bit aside from my friend, and aside from that side of things, there's a part of me that I think is still a little bit eh, about not having Bray be on the cover, and saying that I also wouldn't mind picking that as purely a issue with the development of the game. So yeah. they would have already had Cody's story yeah. in development. I just don't um, know why they couldn't have just quickly just, you know, like he could have just been on it. You didn't have to be the main story for it. You know, Bray, I, I still think it, I would have loved to have had Bray on the deluxe edition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would too. Or even like the mainline one. I don't care. Cody can have the back cover. Like, like <laughs> he's already getting pushed out of the WrestleMania main event. He has to yeah. be on the cover of the game too. Put The Rock on the cover just for shits. Yeah. Put The Rock and Roman Reigns on the cover. Absolutely. <laughs> and look, with in saying that, while we're talking about Australians and pro wrestling, let's talk Eey. about some Australian pro wrestling events that you should be heading along to. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off with All-Star Pro Wrestling Australia. They have their Born to be Wild event this weekend, the 27th of January, Hamilton North Bowling Club in Newcastle. And then they also have next month the Brian Kendrick, who's going to be facing Orlando Jordan at their Survival of the Fittest event, February 17th, Padstow RSL. That's an awesome event to go to because there is their yearly rumble that they have every year, and it's a hell of a lot of fun. MXW have their Mildy, I Mildy, yeah, Mildy <laughs> Combat. That's the set Mildura. There you go. That's why it's hey. called the Mildy Combat. March the 2nd, and then Adrenaline Pro Wrestling has Breakout 23, uh, 39. Why did I say 23? I don't know. <laughs> Breakout 39, February 16th, and that is at the Brunel Road venue in Seaford. And then we've got MCW, Melbourne City Wrestling Anniversary Weekend, February 11th and 10th. I don't know why I said that either. At Thornbury <laughs> Theatre, <laughs> WSW Most Wanted Tour on the 28th of June till the 1st of July, featuring Brian Cage, Nick Nemeth, Elias slash Elias slash Ezekiel. I don't know which one we'll get at this point. Is Zeke still under contract? I don't know. He might be. He never got released. It's true. It's true, right? And then Matt (laughs) Cardona as well. We've also got over here in Perth, Dude, Where's My Ring? On February 23rd and 24th, going to be banger shows. And the EPW Aussie Wrestling Super Show, February 23rd at Williton Stadium. And then, of course, The Big Dog, U-R, WWE Elimination Chamber at Optus Stadium in Perth, February 21st. 2024 all of those shows gonna be massive gonna be awesome really really recommend elimination chamber is so close now oh yeah so close taste it like this getting so close yeah absolutely that's it yeah that's it that's a week that is the week of our podcast i was gonna say a week in wrestling but we don't cover that anymore that is the week of this show that we did talking about business stuff that i don't really <laughs> understand and then wrestling stuff that i still don't understand because i don't know what's happening but we really hope you enjoyed it thank you so much for being here you're beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful. It's true. But a James Blunt for you on a Tuesday. It won't be Tuesday when you guys listen to this. But thank you so much for watching. And it's Wednesday anyway. And as always, 
We'll see you down under the ring. <laughs>